Put us. Those demons inside you. Mm. Oh. Oh. Let him go. Before it's too late. Oh, I'm dying. No way. I can't believe this. Oh no, man. Come on. Oh Don't die on me. God damn it. Don't die. Fuzzy. Somebody did this. Dude just got out the shower. I'm gonna start with that. <laughs> he got out the shower. We're half an hour late. Fresh and clean. I had to stay pristine, just as I hope my voice and yours sounds on this recording. <clears throat> AKA another episode of installment of something spectacular, hosted by me. Who this? Who this? That's an acronym, of course. And you know by now, if you listen, what sixteen something episodes deep by now, I don't want to break down that math again. Even though I literally got science at my table right now because I got a a student in the building. Are you a DC? Are you a DC fan? Uh, DC Adam, Comics. Adam, you're not a fan of Adam. Uh, I I know of him. I don't you know. Got Adam Bonds on your fucking desk. You're oh not shit! A fan of Adam? Explosive particles. Oh, you're oh, you're smart. <laughs> oh, were you talking about Adam Bomb the wrestler? Adam, the doctor, the the dude that can shrink down to Adam size. Oh no, I don't know about that guy. He's fucking OP. No, I only know Adam Bomb the wrestler from like the mid '90s. Oh no, no. That's he was uh, supposedly from Three Mile Island, radioactive, born and raised. It's like Chernobyl. It might as well name him like Charlie Chernobyl or something. That was a dope name. <laughs> Charlie Chernobyl. <laughs> Radiates pain and fear into every enemy he has. Feel radiation. Big. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm joined, of course, here. Gladly joined here by the the hype. Of it all, the 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 heart and soul, if anything, of a band called Afro Dominicano. Boom. Even though he's unofficially asterisk a member of, Ayo, Angel, Ayo Productions One on Instagram. I finally got that right about like what a year in. <laughs> it took it took three, four, five podcasts. We got it. We got it now. We got it. Collector of Creative Souls. There's there's a few more names you forgot. Collector of Creative Souls. That's a new one I'm adding. Uh, the father of three dragons, aka three cats. <laughs> I'm going back to Game of Thrones references. Father of three dragons. I don't know what. But else. wait, her, her thing on the show was what the mother, mother dragon, of right? Dragons, mother yeah. dragons. Yeah, so same father of dragons. I don't know what sounds cooler, father or king of dragons. <laughs> They're not really fucking dragons, but I, I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that, man. Did it have like bad breath at least or something? Or like the, the cats? Yeah, of course the cats. <laughs> Um, <laughs> not not essentially not the not the main one. No. Exactly. What's what type is the main one? They're all Siberians. Um, they're all Siberians. They're are those like the really hairy ass yeah, cats? Yeah, he's a big fucker too. Like he's he's got weight on him, but mm. he's like that's my boy. Like anybody fucks with my boy, they're getting stabbed. No, I'm bigger on dogs. I'm more the dog guy. But if I had a cat, I always like the Maine Coons. The <laughs> You never heard of them? Maine? Did you just say Maine? Yeah, coons? like the state of Maine, like not not my Maine coon, as in the slave days or nothing. I mean, state of Maine, M A I N E coon. You went all the way there. No, but they're a legit cat. They're like a nice, big, fat, hairy cat. I'm I'm very new to the to the game of being a. I'm gonna say stepfather because I'm not the original <laughs> breeder, but yeah, because I come from like having dogs, like growing. I grew up with a lot of random pets, actually. So mm-hmm. I used to have like an iguana, I used okay, to have a ton of fish, like tiny sharks, hermit crabs, fucking now a puppy, and now three cats. Like it's crazy. Oh, you have a dog now too. I have the dog in my house, house, and then me and my girls crib there's three cats. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they don't beef over smells. Odd. That's good. I guess because they're young. Well, the, the cats. The cats are hyper hypoallergenic. How's so, a cat hypoallergenic? They they make them like that now. <laughs> they can't That's smell the like cats. It's, it's a thing. No, like you can't. They're not the type that you can get allergies from. Oh, uh, okay. So they're bred to be they're bred. hypoallergenic. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant the cat was hypoallergenic. Like he can't smell other cats or something, or he gets the hives. Maybe. Like. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be crazy. No, but knowing people now, they like do all the you know manipulating gene wise and all that too. I mean, that's a that's been a thing that's been happening for years. Actually, I learned that in fucking school. One of the one things I learned in school is that 
eventually are going to be kids called um, designer babies, yeah. you'll be able to pick what genetics they keep or have or that pass on, not specifically from you, but mm. what you want it to be like. Like if I want my baby to be a fucking fast runner that's muscular, that doesn't get sick and has blue eyes, you can actually pick all those traits now. I think we're at that point almost, yeah. We're, right. we're there already. It, the machine's called CRISPR. It's online. It's like literally out there. Like it, you can basically design a baby so that diseases wouldn't be harder to, for it to like, for it to get contract. sick. Yeah. For it to get harder to contract. So, and that's supposed to be like a bigger oh. problem with like the idea of earth living as long as it should or food or water, like all our resources, because with CRISPR, it's actually going to push the life expectancy up. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. will live longer. They're saying people will be able to live up to like 130 years. Oh shit! If they like, if CRISPR becomes as good as it should be, ideally, which is fucking crazy. If you think about that, that is scary because I think we got enough people as is now. So if they just live longer, like what's 130. That's the like twice the, oldest, the regular. The age. oldest I think we've seen is like 110, and that's like because of health or like great genetics and shit. But like 130. Yeah, but they're always like up in the mountains, like in a rocking chair, doing nothing anyway. Look, there's like some dude from munching Argen- grass, like Argentina. He cuts down trees. He eats all the food that he grows. Old as fuck. He's ninety. No, he's like a hundred and three. And they like took him to a doctor, and he was like, "Oh, he has a heart of a forty-five." <laughs> like he literally, can't, he doesn't have this until shit. until he nuts, huh? Until he nuts at a hundred. Forget about it. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> That's going to be hilarious. Did I just take this shot? Yeah. Uh, Brugal, sponsored by Brutal. Brutality. Boy. We had a shot of Brugal up on the uh, front. It is Halloween night. That is good. We're going to an Afro show, actually, in right after this podcast. Soon as we're done. Yep. In spirit of uh, Halloween. Are they getting dressed up? Yeah. Uh, I just saw uh, Cito, the bass player. Shout out to him at Cito Bass on Instagram. Cito. He is dressed like Waldo. <laughs> so he's like, yo, where you guys at? And like he painted <laughs> the camera like selfie mode. <laughs> he fucking looks like he has the glasses and everything. I'm like, damn, that's sick. I have no idea if there's a theme. That would be crazy if they're all dressed up like where's Waldo though. That's kind of hard because there's no one besides Waldo that matters. No, but that's good because you no can be anybody else. No one's looking for anyone other than Waldo. Exactly. So the subliminal message is like, you don't need to look for. That's if they thought that deep. I'm fucking dressed. <laughs> as a, I'm dressed as a ninja, for fuck's sake. I didn't get the memo. That has a ninja asterisk because I don't think any ninjas were goth with the black nails painted. Bro, put no. in the podcast. Fucking ask people if ninjas. Mm, uh, they do. They have do. to put a poll up. They do. Pause. Bro. Put the. Po- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get right to it real quick. Uh, Cause we're not gonna switch topics <laughs> unless we do. <laughs> Jesus is king. I cannot agree that it is all trash. I cannot agree, and I'll tell you why. I'm looking <laughs> at it from a producer's perspective. Okay. So I'm not saying that what Kanye's saying matters, although it is definitely getting a lot of people in their feelings. Like, yeah. I tried to listen to it with my girl. She made it like three tracks. She's like, I fucking hate this shit. Like, Kanye's a dick. <laughs> Fuck him. And I'm like, don't listen to what he's saying, though. Now, when and when producers listen to, uh, like, an album or a certain artist, they listen to him in three ways. It's the same when you're making beats. Yeah. You listen to it, to your, to, you listen to it through your headphones. Mm-hmm. You listen to it through your monitors okay. or your speakers. And then you listen to it in the car. Because those are the three places you want people to focus. Like, you want to focus on the mix based on where most of the people are going to hear it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. headphones, speakers, and then the car. Right, of course. Everywhere else, I mean, and I mean live sound, I don't know if you got a really fucking great setup like party like party setup in that environment, you can also do that. Mm. I don't know if it's as important because at that point if you're playing it, you have someone to help you mix it out mm-hmm. or at least equalize the sound. Right. So I did <clears throat> and part of the reason why that podcast the podcast isn't up earlier is because I wanted to hear it through headphones speakers and car so i heard it through headphones last mm. week when it came out um i heard it through speakers when i got home like that weekend like this these past few days i've been hearing it okay and then car i've been listening to the last two three days mm. and there are some songs that i'm starting to like 
because of karmic specifically. Hmm. So like, but again, it's Kanye. So I don't want to give him a pass. I actually don't want, I want to not like the album, but there are songs like, for example, fucking Maddie Beats, who we haven't had up here yet. Mm-hmm. He did a mix to one of the songs already. Like okay. he already made a remix. And now that song is doper to me because of mm. the idea. I was already thinking of like, damn, there's some songs that are going to be fire if you can make a beat out of it. Right. Like even from the fucking beginning, like with every hour, mm-hmm. like the church chant, that's a sample. That's yeah. a very sample, like friendly song. And that's what I was going to say too, because it's a good thing we got you in as a producer. You got a different set of ears compared to me because I'm strictly a listener. I don't make yeah. or create music. But funny enough, I do the same thing. I got my like gym listen. I got my work listen. Right. I got my walking back home listen and right. whatever else I can kind of throw in there to like better judge. Mm-hmm. Thank God this is a short album. So these are like kind of like, you know, second it's thought. Like, it's like uh, somebody made a fucking a playlist called Jesus is King. So it's like 30,000 songs on it. Freaking idiot. Um, <laughs> the but yeah, album like you were saying, though, is 11 songs. It's 27 minutes. Right. And that's what you were saying, though, because that's funny enough. You bring it up now that that first intro track, at least, is a sample. I, the, it's a fucking I'm dying to fucking have enough time to sit down. And that's a shitty excuse, but I'm dying <laughs> to have enough time to sit down and really work on that. Because I I know for a fact that when this album came out, at least three people said, fuck, yeah, I'm going to sample this. And that's the only one that kind of rang with me at all, like. I actually felt that because it rung back to like the Sunday services and right. how they like it's the vibes a, from there. D- d- honestly, the worst part about this album, if I, if any, is Kanye. Kanye yeah. as a singer, I've as heard a that rapper, a lot too. I you could fucking take out any of his verses mm-hmm. and it's fire. If yeah. you're listening to just the beats, as an album, I mean, there's some song like, like on God. I think we made it to on God with my girlfriend in the <clears> car <throat> when we were doing like car listen one. Mm-hmm. He says some shit like the IRS is on his ass, that that's why he's charging a certain price. He doesn't want his family to start. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, Kanye? <laughs> what are you talking? Your family bailed you out how many times now? You feel me? Like once or twice, regardless of that, regardless of that bar, mm-hmm. there are some things he's saying that people I know aren't going to agree with from a political standard or from a religious standard. But this isn't new. Mm-mm. it's fucking well, when he made Jesus walks everyone was bumping it they were they didn't like it at first there was a whole backlash with like oh should they play it on li- uh, online or on TV then they like rocked with it then it started vibrating and that shockwave of people that uh, liked it but this is nothing new no not at all so it's like now that it's coming from a different place or a different point of view you know some people might not fuck with it but I don't still I still don't like Kanye as a person though. Like I I I have mm. I have that duality of like he's a great fucking producer. Mm. Obviously he's motivated me as a producer. He's has those ideas that I wanna either change or push forward right. as a producer. As an artist, as a person, as a rapper, eh. Yeah. And that's this album now helped me make that real distinct as far as trying to separate the person from the artist best I can now. I understand where you're coming from, yeah. from what you've been saying, yeah. because now this one's a compromise for me. Like for me, at least this album is definitely the worst one in this whole catalog. <laughs> it's absolute trash. Well, well what about, what it's about... secular, it's sacrilegious. And, and this is me going off of what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one aspect. Production wise, I'll give you that much. Yes, it's cool overall, but it's poorly mixed. It's half-assed and rushed. I think that's what it. That's what. That's what's fucking with how it's being accepted by listeners. Is that we expected Yandi, right? Yeah. We wanted Yandi so fucking bad. This was. This was pre-Trump bullshit. This was pre, pre. Oh, I'm. Maga. I'm super Christian. Pre everything. Mm-hmm. This was pre shit Kanye. Yeah. Which is the phase I think we're in. We're in the phase where. He's either having, I, I have two, uh, two ideas. He's either having a midlife crisis and he's accepting that he's getting old and he's accepting that he's at an age where his health can be a factor, mm-hmm. where the things he did when he was younger coming into the game can be a factor now, where he is viewed as a father 
and he does have people depending on him mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. So he's trying to get to that level of success again where he doesn't have to worry about it so much. Mm. And the other uh, point of view is like, this is just the guy who finally matured to the age where he doesn't fucking care anymore. Like he doesn't care about his fans. He doesn't care about making what was going to be good music. Remember what happened to good music? What happened to fucking like having a whole gang of people on the album that never happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that shit's out the window now. See, so it's either he doesn't care or he's just trying to make enough money to fucking like just live good for the rest of his life. Which you can't blame him for as far as trying to like secure the proverbial bag for like his generations beyond him and right. his immediate children. That's right. fine. But it comes now, at least again to me, solely. It comes at the compromise of you're at the age, yes, midlife crisis is most likely. It makes sense too. There's a compromise of being the artist. What do I do now to even connect with today's audience? Let's not forget he still has these mental issues. He still got that going on, That's which not, doesn't go away. Which bothered me as far as what he was saying on the album. Again, back to the lyrics because right. what he's saying is what I feared most is that he half asked like the outreach for mental health or help me, I'm like dying on the inside per se. Right. And cover that up with immediately running to religion or even worse, covering himself and dousing himself in Jesus head to toe and use that as a the, scapegoat. That's where that's where I'm kind of like Okay, make up your fucking mind because he came in the game that way. It's not that it, but you got hints of it. It's not yeah. that he was Jesus Walks the whole album. He was Jesus Walks for three songs mm-hmm. way back when. Yeah. And then it was Money, Bitches, and Hoes. Mm-hmm. Then it's like you go into late registration, it's more like his life in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Then you go into graduation, you get him at his creative control peak. Mm hmm. Then you get Yeezus or whatever. That's his rebel phase, his, his fuck you, fuck you, fuck you phase. But it was still him, though, rebelling. Not like the sound and like how he thought it might sound if he did it. I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough It's tough to get into the mind of someone who doesn't know what he's thinking. Half the of time. course. And don't forget 808s, too, which got really... 808s and Heartbreak was a fucking... I still, like... That's a that's a very important album. Yeah. It's a very important album. Like, that's a milestone I think, album for him. Yes. I think that's an album that for most people, previous generation, this generation, it's important because it does touch on a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of is, I'm not saying it's what's needed. It was important at that time because it was the starting phase of awareness mm-hmm. to health and mental health. Exactly. It's not something that was out there. But you could definitely hear, like, pain and an outcry in that album. Right. Because before that, like, it was taboo to even speak about something deep or profound on, like, let's say even a personal level from whoever it came from. Yeah. Because that opened up the floodgates like we all know by now. Cuddy, Drake, everybody else going that whole lane and just took that ball and ran with it. Because, let's say, before that, the deepest somebody would get, like, would be like an abortion song from Akinelli. Like I, mid-verse, like, I got to throw this bitch down the stairs because I really don't want that baby. But I'm just telling you because it's real like that. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's a real song. And, like, That's he got protest. Song. That's, like, 93-ish, I think. And he got backlash for that, too, which made sense because he was literally talking about, I'm planning to either punch this bitch in the stomach or toss it down the nearest stairs to get rid of that kid because I really don't need that in my life. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Either one is wild. And don't well, I know you're young, but don't forget that's the same guy that said that made an anthem of put it in my mouth, put it in my motherfucking mouth. Right. So Well what did you expect? What do you expect from him though? That's what, what do you expect? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So my thing is with and I don't want to talk about it much more, but with Kanye it's like he went from being the guy that was looking for thick bitches into blah 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 hmm. to now having kids with the thick bitch. Hmm. The thick bitch, right? Well the store-bought kind of <laughs> import from here and there thick bitch so she was thick though beforehand that that's a given no she but was. she was that ethnic was. you know european thick she was like the egyptian vibe i think she was she's not egyptian but she's definitely on middle east no I, I see that i see that yeah the one eyebrow like yeah rich 
enriching <laughs> One skin and the naturally, you know, proverbial fat the ass. The Aladdin, the Aladdin glow, <laughs> the Aladdin glow vibe. Oh, Jasmine was never that thick. No, but even she, in the car show, she, she wasn't was, that thick. If she was, how popular would Aladdin be right now? Back when or now? Back then. Oh, you mean like the remake? If they would have remade yeah, it, like yeah, yeah, extra yeah. thick. Yeah, yeah. Like a uh, Aisha Diaz. What's good, Aisha? <laughs> <laughs> Yasmin. Oh man. Um, no, but I mean, just to end it on that basis with with this dude, it's like. Well, how did you feel? So you think this is worse than Life of Pablo? Because Life of Pablo, I feel like, could have been way more. Like, um, so, like, all right, just to start off. Until this drop, Pablo was the worst. Or yeah. the weak. Or maybe I won't even say worse, like the weaker. Because it started with Ultra Light Beam. Which was, again, my point, like, it was still Kanye's sound, his interpretation, but influenced by the gospel, not directly taken, okay, I have to make something gospel. Yeah. Let me see how this could work by like just, you know, I'll throw Jesus in there a couple of times. I'll throw, you know, how I feel as a part of a follower of Jesus and et cetera. Like kind of wildly experimenting with it. If you heard, the, what are your top three songs on Jesus is King? Do you have a top three? You don't have a top three? <laughs> Shit. I mean, okay. Uh, the one that caught me immediately was um, Follow God. Okay. Because of the beat. The sampling, whatever that was used, it was like that could have worked had it not been like half-assed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess maybe number two would be just like um, the one with the clips and Kenny G on it. Uh huh. Okay. That Take was this gospel. Say. Yeah, I like that one too. Which everybody's joke on Twitter was like, "Is that the car ignition sound like when you leave your keys in too long?" Beat. <sighs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you open the door, ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding. and just leaving them in there. I don't drive. That so actually, I mean. see, if if it was, that's that's a little deep, right? And it does sound like car it, crash. Yeah, car crash. He died, he had a car accident, mm. so he would have woke up hearing that sound. He would have woke up hearing. Right. That would. That's crazy. If well, it if it was, but uh, again, this is Kanye. That's giving too much credit. I think at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he had Kenny G on the album. That's wild. With a solo at the end, and it's still <laughs> like. <laughs> it was, I think what he did do good was bait. Yeah. I'll give him oh, that. absolutely. He baited the sh- shit out of this album. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like even I feel like the ends of the songs are better than the beginnings because he's yeah. do- it's almost like he puts the song in reverse form. So he wants you to hear how it would close out mm-hmm. the intro of the ending, the middle verses or breaks. And then the end would be the the beat, like the downbeat of the start. Right, right, right. That's how Jesus' gospel, I felt like, was. Because it ends with the beat. And the beat is great, but it's only fucking 15 seconds long. Yeah, and it's such a poor use of, like, the clips coming back together, Pusher, and No Malice, too. Yeah. Uh, man. It, it, just, it just bothers me on so many levels because I know it's a ploy. I know it's, like, baiting and everything, too, to yeah. get him to listen. But... And I know you're listening with different ears. Right, I respect right, right, that right, because right, you're respecting right. the production on it, which, again, right. I'll admit is cool overall. Yeah. There's, like, stuff that could have been worked on. It could have been touched absolutely, up. I, 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 so I'd give it, I'd give it, like, a three out of five. And that's a, that's a solid number because of production, not because of the verses and not because of my own religious beliefs because, Chris, that's a whole different conversation as exactly. far as, like, Okay, bro, like, on God, you fucking, bullshit, bullshit. Oh, that's on me, that's on God. <laughs> yeah, you say that when you mean you're serious. So you're you're serious about your girl being like Chick-fil-A on God. <laughs> fucking Trump supporting sandwich. There's something wrong with people that actually co-sign that line. The Chick-fil-A, close on Sunday, whatever. Close on Sunday, you my chick That, that is was, absolute ass. That was ass. <laughs> That's straight butt cheeks, perfect split down the middle, envisioning your perfect idea of ass. That's thought, oh, all it is. No, so that's a good way. I would have said that's like construction worker. Um, but again, if you're not listening to the words, production is pretty. Like a, a song I did like, and I heard it like four or five times on the way here, was um, uh, Everything We Need. That one is good. I like so. Because of tie. Yeah, yeah, because it's hot. I mean, and I and I don't even listen to him on the regular. Like he Not just me either. one thing. Like 
it's good that he still has the people around him he does and he's fucking lucky that he has the people around him because they are all very creative yeah he can throw a trash beat on and just co-sign tie mm-hmm. or clips or fucking kenny g and it's and it's a bop it'll save the album salvageable right if that song did not have tie it would be trash absolutely that's just my my opinion but or, yeah. you know he could have saved it by just again i think what everybody's saying at this point almost is him not on it no vocals involved he no could have made a strictly instrumental gospel album because it wasn't it was it was like hood gospel like you have songs that are definitely like the first song is definitely a gospel yeah no question he's not on it mm-hmm. so it's good then the second song is what selah yeah or selah however you say it Salah. he's on it he's trying to rap and you got these strong vocals strong like dark vibe fucking almost like stranger things presence yeah yeah you yeah. really listen to it it's dope fucking maddie again i'm i'm yo that's two shout outs you got to come to this fucking we got to do this yeah um he completely flipped it and turned it into like the beat you wanted to hear mm-hmm. it's it, you can find it on his ig but like shit like that is just like okay this is the, and that's the only reason why kanye is still important is because in a producer's head now they're like oh, okay like my idea is like okay let's redo this whole album and not get sued and make it better and take his vocals out or like sample his vocals where he's not on the whole track <laughs> and now you have a new beat project out that's true and i mean hey that all stemmed from like the black album they had the gray album all that the white album right right. so why not fucking pokemon with the album <laughs> the ruby red album the Diamond gold Crystal. album yeah 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 the but, char the charmander fucking <laughs> album let's do it hey relax with charmander that was, <laughs> that was my starter with those Char- three charmander. <laughs> i don't understand why they all had to say their own names though that shit was weird that is redundant why like are they all dumb I mean, Are they all semi-dumb? They all do damage to each other a lot, so... The only one that didn't say his name, I think, was Mewtwo, because he was smart as fuck. Well, right? yeah, because he was man-made, though. Oh. He was an old natural. Did and you then, not see the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, 1999 release? Is that the one with Mew, where they, like... Yeah, Mew versus Mewtwo. Stone, and then everyone fucking cries, mm-hmm. and he brings back to... I didn't know that's how that stone works. <laughs> So you could just cry over a fucking statue and it'll come to life? That's wild. Well, if science is applicable and you look at the Grand Canyon, you know, water, like, ripped its way through all that over time and kind of made its, like, presence felt. I think the salt in the water kind of dissolves into the sediment. It takes a long-ass time, but I get it. It was, like, sped up in Pokemon. That's a lot of tears, bro. That's a Come on, you get a Lapras. They basically took the idea of Goku forming a spirit bomb. (laughs) And put it into fucking emotion. Don't get me started on Dragon Ball. Spare me your energy. <laughs> Come on, I need to defeat Frieza. He used it on fucking Frieza. Frieza was a bitch ass. He was a bitch ass. Frieza's bro. the purple and white one? Yeah. Yeah, the one that looks kind of like Mewtwo-ish. Yeah, ex- exactly my point. Exactly my point. <laughs> hey, hey, writers of cartoons. Come up with your own idea. <laughs> nah, let me stop fucking around, but... Because that shit was legit. I just, I don't appreciate that it took 30 episodes for one fucking spirit bomb. That's what I'm saying. When I try to get into it, <laughs> when they translated to English, finally, the official English one on WB on Saturday mornings, it took like five episodes to build one spirit bomb. Will Goku actually throw the spirit bomb? Or will Frieza have the guts to punch him and turn it off? <laughs> he, why the fuck was it so hard? You know what I'm saying? Like. If that's all it takes, by the way, if someone <laughs> kicks Goku in the face while the he's doing it, stops gone. It. Yeah, it's like it's buffering. Un- Why did we take five episodes? Like, <laughs> or is all the energy like buffering through space from <laughs> fucking Earth? It's all contracted from all the realms. Or did he kill that many fucking Namekians that there was like <laughs> no one left? And he's like, trees of Namek, waters from the river, spare me your energy. Fucking five episodes later, yeah, and Frieza's like, it's impossible. You fucking saw it the whole time. You saw it coming. It's a really slow burn. Seriously. He's like, like a less effeminate Captain Planet. When he contracted all the elements. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Ginyu Force. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I, I, it's just funny that they had so much ideas around this one. Oh, let's go to this planet and oh, and fuck shit up. And they got like twenty people to do it, and it takes a goddamn year to go through all twenty people. Like, come on, bro. And then, like, the next season, it's even worse. You only have four people, right, with, like, the androids. There was, like, four people. It was, like, Cell, the two androids, mm -hmm. the three androids, if you count the one that helped them. And I don't know what else. But it was, like, four or five people. They fucked up a whole planet. <laughs> Seriously. I think I might have vaguely seen that, but at least what I tried to watch was one season. I think they knew, like, five episodes of this shit building up is, like, not worth it. We're going to drop this shit. Yeah, I appreciate it though. I, I do tried. appreciate it. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball is important. It, but ain't there like so many like interpretations of it? Or like the GTZ Kai there's, power? It's all. It's a. There's. A, I'm sure there's supposed to be an order because I know that like after all that was done, yeah, they went back to when he was a kid. Ah. so it's like following the storyline, the of, origins. Yeah, yeah. They just did it in shitty order, like with Metal Gear. They did it. The fucking Metal Gear is an amazing, important video game to the culture, but they fucking didn't do it in order. You had to wait until. Oh, yeah, that was sloppy. Like PS3 to mm -hmm. find out, oh, this is the original. This is, this is, this is the guy that they're all talking about in one, two, and fucking three. It's, it's the guy <laughs> in like four and five. It was like, oh, shit. Solid Snake, Vibrant Snake. <laughs> so like, transparent snake. so solid snake the guy you play as is a clone of the original person oh god and when you get to the fourth one you find out he's so fucking old because he doesn't age well clones don't age well right so then the original guy's been dead for like a hundred not even now the, the the original guy is like fucked up like so missing so an eye and all, all that shit Bro, it was amazing. It was amazing. I used to, like, that was my church. That game was my fucking church. I never played one fully through. I, I tried playing whatever the one that came out on PS4 initially. The demo was, like, five gigs. And, and you had to, like, you had to, like, creep down on, like, muddy sand and break into the fence and, like, snap some necks. And then, like, I kept fucking up, so I just gave up on it. <laughs> I can never be silent. I always get caught. And I had on easy or whatever you call it, too. There's, a, there's literally one where you got to bump into them in order to alert them. So you had it on a mode where, like, if you step too hard. There's literally a mode where you have no map. And if you step too hard, they can fucking, oh, what was that noise? <laughs> yeah, like, you set them off right away. And then there's fucking, like, modes where you got to punch them in the face. And they're like, oh, there's a guy right here. Like, it's that easy. No, and I remember I got into a, well, a verbal dispute, a fight, per se, in middle school, because my boy wouldn't believe me when I played Metal Gear Solid 2, I think. Yeah. Tell him it's about probably the best one. Yeah, that's the PS2 one, right? Yep. Yeah. Best one. So I remember I, I made it to one part in the first level where you had to, like, hang off the ledge. Yep. And you have, like, no grip strength. Yep. But I think I might have fucked up somehow. Like, I had, like, <laughs> I wasn't, like, falling off the ledge at all. I was, just, like, there all day. <laughs> and I kept telling my boys, like, no, you're not. You're a fucking liar. You don't get that to like whatever fucking how we're far into the game you get. No, so check us out. If you do, <laughs> so you can do pull-ups. Yeah. You can press like L2 and R. If you're playing PS3 or yeah. PS2, you press L2 and R2 and you do a pull-up. Mm -hmm. And so if you, for every hundred pull-ups you do, his grip goes up. Oh. Yep. So you can fucking go up to like level three or level four. You're going to be there for like 10 <laughs> minutes doing fucking pull-ups. But, but after you do that, you can hang for like 10 minutes at a time. It's crazy. That's what bothers me about that Hideo, whatever his Kojima? name is. Yeah. Don't 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 talk no, no, bad but, about my boy. Like that. No, it's not. It's not a knock, but he thinks about too many things that make it's it like super no, deep. That's what's great about the game is that you can go back and learn something new, like dog tags. So people who didn't collect yeah. dog tags, if you collect all the dog tags, you get an infinite uh, wig. Like you get a blue wig, and when you put it on, you don't run out of ammo. <laughs> or like the fucking stealth, like the. The machine, the, yeah, the actual stuff. Like, you, you're invisible. Like, fucking Harry <laughs> Potter. Harry Potter, you fucking put on the blanket or the cloak, and you're fucking invisible. It's literally the same thing. You can walk, go around, punch someone, they won't fucking see you. They're going to be like, oh, shit, the wind is so strong right now. <laughs> that shit feels like a punch in the face, and then you knock them out. It's like a lethal battle. For real. <laughs> For real. 
<laughs> That's exactly what I, I'm sure your brother, you know, shout out to Manny. He's got some lethal, lethal ones packed in the chamber, yeah. That's a big don't boy. Don't test him. Don't test him. <laughs> don't, don't go, oh, let's go find out how lethal it is. It's fucking bad. <laughs> Terrible. That's um, why I'm scared to play um, that new thing coming out next week, um, Death Stranding. Oh, I pre-ordered it, and I'm out? definitely going to get it. Ooh, let me know how that goes. Yeah, but that like, game's supposed to be dope. But he's saying like it's not until halfway through you play it where you like you'll start to like rearrange your life order to just play the game first and everything else comes second. Ah, uh, so yeah, he's baiting. He's baiting. Right, but I don't think you're gonna get anything like Metal Gear in a long time. And and this is, I mean, I'm also the fucking guy who I believe I believe I went into a video game like a life coma. Like I don't know <laughs> anything about PS4 or Xbox One or two or fucking PS5 because they're already making that. I don't know anything about any dope games mm. right now. I know about everything from PS3 down. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I, I literally, yo, like Loki. I feel like I woke up one day and like realized I have a PS3 and it's been like ten years. <laughs> Like, Still? I don't know. Yeah. I, st- I don't have a PS4. I only have a PS3 right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Make fun of me. I'll smack you. Not you. Not you. Not you. Everyone else. Not you. No way. I mean, people still watch DVDs. This fucking, this dumbass. He, I went to games. I went to GameStop looking for PS3 games. He goes, yeah, it's kind of a dead system. I'm like, your mother's a dead system. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Like, the most important games were on PS2 and 3. There wouldn't be any games on PS4. That is true. I'm still mad I can't get um GTA 4 for PS4. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I love that game. GTA 4? Is that the Russian dude? Yeah. Smuggling Nico. people. Killing people. <laughs> that's what I do. That's what he says. Yeah. That's actually, that's not me making fun of him. That's what he My says. My name's Nico Bailik. Yeah. That's like, yeah. And your annoying ass cousin Roman. Hey, cousin, we need to go bowling. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't get to play that one. I stopped you did. it. Did I? Yeah, because I remember, funny enough, I remember MySpace when I commented on that thing to you and you actually got back to me like, oh, it's so ill. I love this fucking game. I'm never leaving home and shit. I don't re- see that. Th- I wouldn't remember that. It's like 08. Shit. It's th- it's 10 years. Exactly. 11 yeah. years. I don't. Yeah, bro. I got up one day. I'm like, <laughs> I want to play Metal Gear. They're like, Metal Gear. You need to get PS4 for the new one. And then the new one is trash. I heard. Yeah, I think that's the one I played. And it was The Survive? Like, or the Phantom Pain? I think Phantom Pain. Because it had DLC afterwards that made it somewhat better, but initially they were like, this isn't Metal Gear. That's not, yeah. It ends. I would say the last game you can get is Resistance, the one we're riding. Mm. It's like chopping people up and shit. That one's dope. Mm. That one's like real gritty, nitty gritty. Like, you won't get the story. Of Metal Gear, but you'll get. I don't like, think you ever do with Metal Gear. Nah, there's a story, but it's there's, so like branched out and complicated. That that game is like, like Metal Gear on crack, basically. <laughs> it's just you like storming through the game and like chopping people, like chop suing. Is that the one with the big ass mecha robots or something? Yeah, that those are all the. So that's the thing. You when you think about how far it's gone. You're talking about the first game was one big ass Metal Gear, mm. and you're like a dot on the floor. That's fucking like that was like oh my god, right <laughs> now you're fucking like half, not even half. You're like a quarter human, and the other three fourths fucking <laughs> like machine. And this dude can like you have pain receptors and a fucking like energy charged sword, and he's like, Colonel, turn my pain receptor off. Like he can fucking stab himself and not feel it. He's like that. This is what makes me feel alive. It's like, do you need to do that? No, but it makes the game fun. The idea, like, this dude is so fucking like hell bound on killing people and like fucking shit up that he's like, I want to feel pain again. But he's three fourths. He's machine. definitely every emo white boy's dream. Absolutely. Like that level. Absolutely. You just needed a hug, but you just went that whole other <laughs> realm. Well, yeah, the story behind that is crazy, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I've already been rambling about Metal Gear for like 15 minutes. <laughs> but speaking of having to go on, let's say, a marathon run of playing through that whole series and oh, saga. Fuck yeah. Turn my pain receptors off for the marathon. <laughs> fuck that. I don't want to feel I hope any- you have that in time for Sunday, boy, because you got that New York City marathon of all things to prep for. A.O. Yes, sir. Ready to get it on. Yes, sir. Strap on all the endorsements and the numbers and the pins to the clothes and yes, bury sir. it on his chest. So 
shout outs to On Running. Um, this was a Swiss brand that decided to let me put on a pair of shoes, a brand new shoes, the day of the marathon. And you said that was taboo to not do that. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to have broken in pairs. That's an un. That's an unwritten rule that's been followed by millions of runners for the last 40, 50 years. Mm. Is you never wear a pair. So. And the rules change. You can wear the same pair of shoes mm-hmm. that are new, but you have to break them in. So what these guys are doing as a brand is saying, our shoes are so fucking awesome uh. that you don't need to break them in. You can wear them. You can take them. You can buy them the day before the marathon, wake up, put them on, and go do a marathon. Mm. And they had, they selected 10 to 15 or 20 people that were crazy enough to do it that including myself mm. and they geared them up and they're like, go for it. Like oh, we sure. want it. We want to document your experience. Like be honest. Like if it's trash, tell us it's trash. If it's amazing, <laughs> tell us it's amazing. Yeah. Tell us at the 26.2 miles, it's trash. If God forbid you, you fucking feed a like, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> the, the, they did it last year and like there were no Spanish people in it, which is crazy. So it's like, I think they had like one or two people from New York. Spanish people only run to the kitchen. They like turn out the stove. Uh, that's fucked up. <laughs> come on, ask your mom. Come on, she definitely did that. <laughs> we said my mom. You know, in the middle of Damn. novella commercial break, she's like, she's running over oh, there. Oh shit, the rice <laughs> gone. <laughs> oh man, no, and it's it's even more meaningful because like my pops used to be. I think I got him. I definitely got him. My pops, like he's a runner. He did a marathon. He, he didn't have a great time, but this was this was this was at the point where he was like forty something. Oh and shit! He was okay. doing, you know, smoking cigarette. He was he lived <laughs> he lived that seventies eighties life that you hear about, like real as fuck. Just fucking coke and shit. <laughs> no, 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 Did he have the coke nail, the pinky, the extra long no, pinky no, nail? No, 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 no. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't have that. He had a good. He had a good structure of coming up as like hard ass. Like he's that bald brown dude that nobody fucks with on the block. Mm. Like he's that big motherfucker. Like that's what he, that's who he was growing up, right? So like, doing things like doing a marathon, it would seem normal to him and like taboo to everyone else. Like, who the fuck runs marathons, right? <laughs> but I mean, it was normal at that point. It's just at that age, mm. you don't expect a guy that big having the body he does to be like, oh, I'm gonna just go do a marathon. He like, just not geared not up and train, did it. not fucking like. Oh, wow. Like, go on a weekend of, like, partying and drinking and then fucking do a marathon and, like, be <laughs> fine and be fine the next day. Like, it's nothing. Like, that's, really? that's, that, that was my pops for a bit. Wow, okay. So it's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I'm already aware the diet plays a big issue. That's another unwritten rule. Like, if you want to be a better runner, yeah. do not fuck with your diet. Like, actually keep it clean. Keep it clean and lean. Right. And hydrate. That's a big one. A lot of people don't do that. The people you see that look like like sticks, yeah, like lean sticks, their diet's amazing. Half of them. Uh, there are some people that they don't put on muscle or they don't put on fat because mm-hmm. that's their genetics. Right. But that doesn't make them healthy. But the fact that they have that sort of uh, structure, it makes it easy for them to run. Oh, yeah. They're more like, like I know aerodynamic. A dude, I know a dude who fucking like rips Coronas like, like it ain't shit. And mm-hmm. then he'll run like a six minute, five minute mile. And beer dries you out, by the way. It fucking, like, if you drank a half a gallon of water and then went and did, like, two shots of vodka or whatever mid- midway through the race, you're going to dry the fuck out. You're not <laughs> even going to sweat anymore. It's just going to fucking, like, whatever's left of you is going to pour out, and within half an hour, you feel like you're, like, in the desert. So it's crazy. I mean, I've never done New York, but this isn't my first marathon. So I already know what pain to expect. What I'm not ready to deal with is like a million people yelling at me. Like that's supposed to be like the experience that everyone talks about. The experience that everyone is like so uh, forthcoming and like uh, like if you ask anyone about New York Marathon, no one frowns. Everyone's like happy. They're like, oh my god, it was the best thing ever. Hmm. Because you literally, if you don't run with music on, it's literally just people giving you positive energy for hours. So is that like a runner's high? I guess part of it. The runner's high is um, is your body chemically uh, drowning itself in endorphins mm. and dopamine. But you only get that at a specific distance. So when you hit, let's say, let's say it's 13, 18, and 20. 
So like matter of fact, let's let's do a little. Let's do eight, ten, and thirteen. Mm-hmm. So at eight, you're like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. At ten, you stop feeling pain, and at thirteen, you're happy as fuck. Mm. Or you got over the hump, I guess. Exactly. Uh-huh. But the thing with marathon is that everything's like doubled. So like at eight, you're fucking you're like, oh, you're warming up. Oh, it's not so bad. At fifteen, you're like, this fucking sucks. This is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. I would rather be dead. <laughs> At 20, you contemplate killing yourself. <laughs> like legit, like casket, color, who's going to pick it up? Everything. It's, you mentally break. And this, that's why they call it the wall too is because people's body physically shut down. Mm. So there's people that get to a point where if they take another step, they, they fucking die. Like they, their body just drops. They, they, it turned. It's super numbing to the body. They start crying. Like there's people who make it. And this is the, the horror story that I heard from somebody. It's like when you get to Central Park, you see a bunch of people on the floor, like mm. sitting on the like the side of the road, and the fucking finish line is within eye view. Like, like, like. Let's say it's like seven blocks away. They fucking can't. Wow. That shit is crazy to me. There's people like, oh my God, like, like bawling in tears, bro. And they're fucking, they can't get up and walk that far because to them, it's the worst pain in their life. Have you gotten that with any of the ones you've done so far? Um, I experienced a very, like, I call it EC. Um, I experienced an existential crisis. At like at a race, I was in like it was a Spartan race though. It wasn't a regular race. It's a race oh, with yeah. obstacles. So I'm in the middle. I forgot where it was too, but like I had a. I was at like I was doing that race. I was like probably like eighteen, nineteen miles, and I was at mile thirteen, fourteen. And at this point, everyone that I started with has passed me, and I'm now behind the people that were behind the last people. <clears throat> like that, my body was shot. I had zero. I had less than zero in the tank. Was that your first one you did? Or? No, no, no. This is like, this is me as like, as a, like a seasoned runner. Mm. And for whatever reason, I could not go any faster than walking. Like, a, like old lady walking. My body just fucking said, fuck you. <laughs> and my literally was like, why am I here? Like it got, bro, it got so bad. I thought I was, it was pointless to be running period like that's how <laughs> bad it got bro it was <laughs> yo like it, i'm thinking about it now and it's like that feeling is the worst that's probably the worst fe- it's like imagining everyone you love already dead <laughs> it's that sad but i fucking got mad i started yelling i punched the tree i fucking <laughs> cut up my hat this is all a true story punched the tree um some dude god bless his uh ralph it was an old, he was like a, like a 73 year old guy from like Iowa. He's with his wife of like 30 years. Hmm. They're the last people, <laughs> the actual last people. They see me and they go, are you okay, buddy? I'm like, I fucking hate this. I just want to go home and shit. Right. And the dude's like, oh, you're cramping. Like he looks at my leg my foot is going left and my knee is going right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're cramping. That's what it is. He pulls out a bag of like salt pills hmm. and he's like, put this under your tongue and get up and walk. And I'm like, nah, I, he's like, hey, I appreciate it, man. But no, nah, I'm not listening to you. Like you, you, you in my fuck. mind, I'm like, you're, you're fucking dead already too. <laughs> like that's how, right. He gives me the salt pill. His wife pulls out a bottle, like a clear bottle. And she's like, oh, drink some, drink some, like gave me some water. Like four minutes later, I'm fine. <laughs> And I'm just like, damn, like being dehydrated, no energy, and then your body cramping on top of like hitting the wall is, yeah, it's like, it's torture, bro. Wow. Saving grace. But after that, yeah, it's heaven. It's heaven. It's the reason why people run. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a big reason why people run. And, and, and that's only marathon or half marathon. Some people win, some people get that feeling at their own limit. Mm. So like I know I have a a, a coworker of mine, she does ultra marathons. Mm-hmm. That's like fifty anywhere between fifty 
to 100. That's like anywhere between actually 30 miles because anything after an, a marathon is considered an ultra. So if I went 27 miles, it's an ultra. They, technically, How are those legal? They Why do. would you go that long? Bro, 100-mile races. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's an ultra. Where do they do a 100-mile run? Everywhere. They do. Where do you have 100 miles to run? Everywhere. You have 100 miles in New York. You could do Manhattan five times. You could do run around the island of Manhattan five, six, seven times. That's 100 miles. And some people do do that. There are actually races out here that exist of people. It's not, it's not spotlighted. There's not a huge site. It's, I wouldn't think so. It's very hush-hush. But they'll do like cover like the outer border of Staten Island, the outer border of Manhattan, the outer border of Brooklyn, the outer border of Queens. Oh, so all by the water. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean some of some some of them. I mean, she's told me stories about shit like they'll add, they'll start they'll start and end in Times Square. She makes it sound like a drug run. It is, <laughs> it is, bro. It is. This is a mom of of like two three kids. She fucking runs. She got time to run hundred miles. Yeah, and she loves. She says she says you think marathons are crazy? Try an ultra. I'm like fuck you. <laughs> I'm not doing an ultra crazy. She's like that high. Million times better, a million times better. I'm I'm thinking to myself like I wanted to kill myself at 18 miles. <laughs> How am I gonna feel at 67? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like or like, not even if I won't even make it that far. I have 41, <laughs> where I'm like, oh, this is two marathons I'm about to do. Fuck that. I still got like three more. Yeah, like no, <laughs> not at all. I'm not at all like enthused by that. I'm good with marathon. My best distance i would say is a half marathon mm -hmm. where i can like push myself to go fast and really like go for it that's mm -hmm. a good distance for me and you're done in less than you're done in under three hours okay like marathon i i, I want to shoot for under five but new shoes new gear new everything i'm pretty sure one of my family members is probably gonna give me alcohol <laughs> yeah no i'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mad. I have to do it again next year. Oh, you, you. I'm doing it again next year. Okay, well, next year will definitely be better because you'll oh, absolutely know this time around what to expect, and then like of the prep. course, everyone's telling Man. me like you're gonna cry, <laughs> and I'm like, why? I was like, the people are gonna get to you. Oh, come get the fuck. Because it's true. It's true though. It's true. Think about it. Think of uh, so opposite of the thought you have when you're running and you're enduring pain. Imagine everyone you cared about saying how much they love you and go and go faster and yeah you got the that's fucking emotional hurry the fuck up i want to go home yeah 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 <laughs> that's that's really what they're saying that's really what they're saying but i mean i'm like i have freaking family members that i don't get to see in months talk about like oh like send us your number we're gonna track you oh that's nice okay so that's like yeah like it makes me feel good that that's the thing you know it fucking took him three years <laughs> but um you track That's me cool. here, track me at court. That's yeah, yeah. Track track me when I'm fucking <laughs> when I'm in California doing it again. Or in Florida doing it again. Like that's a, that's another thing. Is like there's so many other races in the world that are that can be a million times better than New York, but New York is so popular. Oh yeah. And I think the idea of if you're a native or if you live here long enough, knowing how fucking treacherous and shitty the concrete and streets can be and, and then running through every borough. And it, and doing it yourself, it's like, yeah, it feels good. It feels the idea of conquering the city and all the shit it gives you is pretty dope. I'm tempted to do one. There you go. Not to think about my feet. <laughs> I already got calluses from like lifting these weights allegedly, because you know. Allegedly, so yeah. you don't believe if you. Yeah, you know, come on, I'm, I'm still <laughs> solid and fat, whatever. You know, come on. I will say this. I feel like so. It's kind of similar. I don't know. I've never had a weight high. I know like the pump, the pump feeling. You're like, oh yeah. yeah. So you get that in your head and in the muscles that you work out. Mm -hmm. But running is your whole body. Yeah. So it's a it's you can't. It's something you can't compare. Like I can't even imagine like CrossFitters like they their high <laughs> must be nuts. Their insanity. Their high must be like ridiculous. But like, they're. There, I feel like that's a much more physical toll, much more physical yeah. wall you have to get through. You hear their stories afterwards of doing it for so long, they like take a toll on their body. Oh, yeah. Massively so. And it makes sense. They're doing like, you know, 
overhead overhead squats into like jumping jacks and splits. Yeah. Running in place and then like you know ten pull ups or whatever jumps and then fucking like lifting like flip the big ass tires. Like yeah yeah yeah. It's fun though. It is fun. I'm sure it is, but at the toll it takes. I don't know about that. I I rather run honestly because of the idea that long term you're reverse aging. That too. Okay. Yeah. Like I see people my grandfather's age smoking smoking people out there <laughs> and it's because they've been running forever. Like they have races. There was a race um like 2 months ago. It was a mile long. It was only a mile. 5th Avenue mile. Mm. Um with New York Road Runners. They separated by age groups. So you take uh you take anyone from like 18 to 23. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about like JV high school and college collegiate like pro athletes fucking running and gunning for each other. They're they're going to cross this mile in under 4 minutes. Mm. Oh wow. Like anywhere between 4, actually anywhere between like 350 to like 440. All of them are done. Like wow. to take that, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like, let that sink in for a second. You can listen to a Kanye song, a shit Kanye song, yeah, that's four or five minutes long. You can tell. You can listen to ultralight. You can listen to ultralight beam, and someone just ran a mile. Yeah. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's how fast they're going. Now, if you if you if you go to a race and see these people how fast they run, you get hit with the wind. From how fast they go. Like if you're at the fence and someone just happens to go like really? in front of it, they're fast, bro. They're fucking fast. Like we just I just did a thing with Nike. Um with the guy uh uh Elliot Kipchoge. This dude just broke two hours. It was an unofficial they can't count it officially because it wasn't during a race, but mm. no one's ever broke the biggest record to date before that was uh don't hate me if I get it wrong, Roger or Robert Bannister. Mm-hmm. Broke the four minute mile. That was about forty years ago, mm. like close to forty. I want to say more than forty years ago. That was the first guy to break a four minute mile. The that's the biggest thing that's happened in the last four years in running. This guy just broke a two hour marathon. Mm. That's ins- like so. Basically, you're running at a full on sprint. The whole time. The whole time. Like an average person, when they're sprinting, when they're running away from something, they're going at the speed that he's going for a full marathon. Because that's basically what they had us do. They were like, oh, how how many people want to go at like uh, Kipchoge pace? It's like you got to go from 200 meters. You got to cover 200 meters in less than 34 seconds. 200 meters is long. It sounds long. It's fucking long. Like I was gassed to do that shit and they're like and then they took the people that didn't want to do it, and they're like stand right here we want you to see how fast they're going this guy like held the camera out it would they were all blurs everyone that ran it was a blur it was like that's how fast he's going for two hours i was like fuck dude that's so fast like <laughs> like i can't even imagine and he did it in like 40 he did it in his 40s on top of that oh wow on top of that he did it in his fucking 40s he's he's been trying to do this shit for years and he just broke it Shout out to him, man, because he, he he just immortalized himself doing that. And that's and and his and his message was, I want people to break it. I want it. His message was, um, no human is limited. <laughs> he's like, I he's like the next generation, they're going to break it because oh, yeah. I set the standard. Now you guys now it's your job to break it. That's With the diets and the workouts and everything. The crazy. conditioning now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There was I'll a guy be. that just did a marathon in Berlin. He did mm. 201. Shit. Like, they're, they're, people are like, we're not going to see that till the scientists, fucking scientists said, <laughs> we're not going to see someone break two hours until 2079. <laughs> this dude said, fuck you. Watch this. <laughs> Amazing. I'll be lucky and I'll be glad if I make it to like 40 and I can still wipe my ass without like grunting too hard and <laughs> bending my elbow. Too far back. <laughs> oh man, that's it's, impressive though. But it, it's it, it's a feat to try to duplicate it. If anything, if absolutely, possible. absolutely. 
So now guys, we know you're trying to go break the speed of light, if anything. Hell fucking no. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good living my life. Yeah, you know, two I'm shots good of living my life. <laughs> I'll be happy if I could have a shot of Brugal and still finish in the time I want to finish. <laughs> Honestly. Well, we like, got you nice and prepped, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm as ready as I can be. I'm as ready as I can be. I've been running. I've been doing these other races that are, you know, distances you want to be doing to uh to get ready for something like that they say your last run is supposed to be at least 20 miles some people do 22 miles mm. and then the, the other four are just like mentally you getting through it or one guy said it's like a 20 mile jog and a six mile run mm. so you have to push your body to get to 20 and then actually like just carry along, carry along for twenty miles at a pace you're comfortable. Then hold and then ass. six miles you go. That's when the real race starts. Is that twenty mile? Mm. And that's why there's more people there because everyone's like, "Go, go, you got it." It's like no, some people actually die at eighteen <laughs> or fucking fifteen. I'm trying to cross the fucking street. Hurry up! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. But it's no. I'm excited though. I'm excited. I'm super, super ecstatic to see. It'll be an accomplishment set in stone. It'll be something to look back on and be like, I did it, man. Yeah. November 3rd, I believe, Sunday. Yep. The New York City Marathon 2019 edition now, including, of all people, AO Productions 1. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. We're finally doing it. I'm, fuck- I'm, t- I'm so tired of people asking me if I've done New <laughs> I get still, bro, I work at a running store, and people ask me if I'm a runner. <laughs> Do you know how annoying that is? Like, no, no, no. I mean, in today's day and age, listen. You step into the vitamin shop now, you see like somebody four or five hundred pounds legit that ain't lived nothing more than a cheeseburger in their life, and they've like working behind the counter. Like, oh, do you need assistance? <laughs> Can I help you pick a protein powder today? He's like, this one's really good. I've tried it myself. Tastes like a burger. It's good. It's chocolate Birthday milkshake. Cake. Yeah, it tastes. Like, <laughs> it's a chocolate milkshake. It tastes like Nesquik. <laughs> It's like, oh, you've taken it before? He's like 250. <laughs> no muscle. But he knows his shit. Yeah. But I would think at this point I look like a runner at least. Yeah. You know no. what I'm saying? But these people there's people coming in like, you run? Do you, you do you do you do race and stuff? And I'm like I like what? half the people that say that shit, I'm like, no. What no, I don't. I gotta ask you though. So then you know Brooklyn's been tainted as far as the gentrification goes. Crazy. Right depending on where you work at. Right. Uh, who are the people asking you, uh, I mean, of what shade of color are the ones asking you that question? Loosely favor. <laughs> oh, so you see, I knew it. Printer paper. This is all MAGA country at this point now. See, no, they're asking it's you. No, it's not. Because why would they ask you if you work in a running store, if you run, unless they think because of your complexion, you might be running unless you absolutely need to. I don't want to say. And you're in Brooklyn. I don't want to say. And you paint your nails black. <laughs> You're definitely running. <laughs> if not from the maga, not from the bullies. Like, hey, boy, you paint your bl- your nails black for? What are you goth? <laughs> You're a goddamn emo. <laughs> Go cry in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Go ball um, up somewhere else. Um, no, it's. I think it's people. Well, you get these older people that haven't seen <laughs> people that run my shade, my shade of color. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know. Aren't you supposed to be darker? And from Africa? It's like, oh, wait, are you one of the... I never... <laughs> I, I'm waiting for the day where I get confused for, like, a fucking, like, an elite runner. Like, oh, you you, you won the marathon last year, right? It's like, I, yeah, thank you. How'd you know? <laughs> that never happens. No, I get the opposite. Oh, you're a fucking turtle, huh? <laughs> you, you... What did you you're almost... slug. You're the guy, You're the guy that almost got disqualified for running too slow, right? <laughs> Like, no, come on, man. Hey, weren't you the guy sneaking in Brugal shots halfway through? <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> Would you get Flint, Michigan water? It was t- too dark to be water. Shit, that's Hennessy. <laughs> Fuck Hennessy. Anybody that drinks Hennessy can drink Flint, Michigan water and the, not get sick. Hey, relax. I'm saying no, that because we're, their stomach their stomach is we're bad. We're cultured, all right? The Henny folk. <laughs> we know our taste. We know our cognac. Do you? <laughs> yeah, we cognac afterwards, of course. Cognac. Cognio. That shit is... Cognio. That shit is... But we got a show to go to. At yes, least you got to be a part of your essential to it. Okay. So we got a 
you know, this is the pre-marathon prep, you know, getting mentally there. We can we can do a post and I'll tell you exactly. Oh, absolutely. We're doing a post. We got to know how your feet are afterwards. I, I need to see your feet pause, you know. <laughs> no only cam, no only fans, nothing going on. I, I need to see your feet afterwards. Someone said I'm going to have no feet by the end of the marathon. You're going to have bloody stumps, I think. <laughs> and all at the expense of, you know, these sponsors trying to be like, hey, let's get some guinea pigs. See how they do. Also to tie it to tie it all back together. So we were talking about Dragon Ball Z. Remember how he did the run on the dragon mm-hmm. when he was going back to Earth? Yeah. So they have a marathon on the Great Wall of China. Mm. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's on the list. So that's like if Ooh. I can get through New York and I can get on a flight to China, I'll do that run. That's like the That'd big, be kinda awesome. Bro, that's a that's an amazing achievement. That that I feel like is more impressive than doing. But that's got to be brutal though, because of like the. It's not flat. The stones and the whatever. You're, you're climbing. You're climbing. Right, I think, and up and down a lot too, yeah. and and like, it's hot as balls. Yeah, true that. Goddamn. Yeah, the picture on the China. website is like a like a sixty year old dude like dying, like he's he's literally vertically climbing, like <laughs> you can't jog up these stairs. Like one step on the wall is like four or five normal steps. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Goddamn. So when you go up a flight of 30 stairs to the temple and then go down a hill for like half a mile and then you go back up another half a mile of stairs, it's like, yeah, that's tough. We're going to be feeling like Kung Fu Panda when he went up them steps? Bro, I'm going to come back with a six pack because I'm going (laughs) to lose all the weight I have on me currently doing that fucking marathon. Like, and their, their metal is so dope. It's like a whole like, like a castle castle like it looks sick <laughs> it looks so sick i met the guy who's in charge of it and i was like yo can you just like how much to take me in your suitcase because i didn't want to pay for the flight he's like nah you're too you're too big for my suitcase <laughs> he's like if you come i will give you some I'll, I'll hook you up though i'll hook you up with some like vip stuff i was like all right we'll, we'll see what happens well, you get some like nostalgia like chopsticks or something like instead of a box size hotel room it's like a closet size <laughs> hotel room because their hotel rooms are so small. You can actually fit a body in this bed. Like, All right, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> That's a very humble and honorable thing to offer in China, in Shanghai, China. Ask LeBron, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Little humility never kills nobody, Bron. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. And hopefully you're not killed after this run. Bro, man, I'll see you. I'll see you. I'll... I'll I'll take a I'll take a picture and go. I made it. <laughs> we need to see your feet pick though. There's gonna be a lot of people asking besides me. I'm asking just because I need to see it. But a lot of people seeing like how. I mean the guys seem to, the guys offering the challenge seem to think like it's a terrible idea. So I'm just like, <laughs> why would you pitch it then? Like, like the cameraman's like, oh, your feet are gonna feel terrible. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. I'm like, are you? Why would you say that in the first place? That, like, I just got the shoes. You just gave me the shoes, and you're like, good luck. <laughs> like, he's sweating saying good luck. Like, he's nervous like for luck. me. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, bro. Don't fucking do- I'm locked in. I can't back out now. Like, that's going to look terrible if I back out now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. And if I can, I'd like to say these encouraging words to you on your path to the end of the race line at Central Park, of course. Let's do it. Let's adopt this phrase I took from our boy in common, from Afro-Dominicano, funny Uh-oh. enough, Frankie Payne, Uh-oh. the pain. You know, dame masa. Dame masa. You look at life, you got to get, get him in between more. the eyes. Square in the eyes, you say dame masa. You got to get more out of out of the what you got. <laughs> exactly. Masa, get it? Something spectacular. Thank you again to AO. We'll definitely have the post marathon convo and have to delve into more stuff with that too. Thank you, though. Again, shout out to Afro Dominicano, AO Productions, of course, today too. And we'll see you next time.